Hey, bro, have you ever watched uh, Mythic Quest? Bro, what are you asking? Yeah, what? <laughs> I, I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds nuts. <laughs> Mythic Quest? <laughs> like, what? <Yeah. laughs> it's, it, all right, so it's on, um, it's on Apple TV, but it's from the dudes that wrote uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. And, and Mac actually stars in it. Shit is funny, bro. It is. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty much about these... Uh, about these uh, dudes that created a video game and like how they uh, created in the office that shit had me in tears you said it's on Apple TV yeah I'll check it out yeah it's, it's uh, literally the same dudes I think what's what's his name Charlie he writes on it I don't yeah. think he's been in it uh so far but that shit they had this one episode when uh like these uh nazis took over the game and, <laughs> and this nigga was trying to draw them out this shit was <laughs> they was wild <laughs> i gotta check this shit out too jimmy Bezos. oh man that lola brooks on you make me feel rugged dog yeah i've been trying to tell man i told niggas about lola brooks bro what, what's up what song does she got don't play with it. Play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. You heard the song before. Oh, yeah, I feel Bezos. like I heard it. Extendo. Extendo. Blah. Damn, these women, man. <laughs> the on my block version is better than the uh, the regular version. Oh, okay. I know what she's talking about now. Because that little hefty shorty got weak answers. What? That second verse is mid. They kind of call her Happy Shorty. All right, all right. All right uh, yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the Crazy Bunch Podcast. It's the Honorable Moose Mancino, um, and we back in the building, man. Episode one eighty seven. And um, one thing I <laughs> somebody said this week, and it resonated with me. It was like, why would oh, I talk to a chick? <laughs> why would I talk to a chick that's single? And I gotta worry about a million other niggas when I could talk to a chick in a relationship and only have to worry about one other nigga. Mm. Let that take time to marinate. That might be the chick. That might be the Chico. It's crazy because that, in a way, that does make sense. <laughs> it do, bro. <laughs> you only got to deal with one other nigga. That's your competition, bro. You beat him out, you straight. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's that's one of those. Uh... Like Russian roulette type things, though. Cause that one nigga, <laughs> his hate for you is gonna be a lot stronger than them other niggas just playing the game. No, oh, that's real shit. Yeah, he he, he dedicated the rest of his life to just ruining yours. <laughs> hey man, you gotta be careful. You just gotta be on your, you know, you gotta be on your grizzle, bro. You gotta be, you know, make sure you can pivot. Uh, but we got my nigga C's in the building, man. Yeah, yeah, man, let's do it. Feeling good, spirits is spirits is high and rested. Mm, that's always let's good. get to it, you know. That's always good. Good Sunday when you offer good rest, man. It's always amazing, dog. I, I slept till like eight today. I felt looks like a first. You don't really? I know that sounds sound, sound crazy. Nah, not really. Mm. Oh shit! <laughs> I woke up early today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was up to like three and shit. So I'm surprised I'm up this early. And actually, how you were you out? No, I was just up listening to music and shit. How you stay up in the crib till three? I don't know. I be tapping. I be tapping out till like at like. I ain't gonna lie. I might fall asleep like ten thirty. Damn. Nah, nah, if I'm just at home, if I ain't really got nothing going on, I, 
weekdays for sure. You get a little too comfortable on the couch and you might doze off a little bit. Yeah, I'm one of those like I gotta be efficient with my time type niggas, man. So I, I got I'm so busy during the week that like when I get weekends where I can just like download music or like watch movies and shit, I try to make take advantage of that shit because I know I can mm-hmm. sleep, you know, throughout today if I wanted to. So, uh, but we got my nigga Don in the building, man. Yes, sir. It's your boy Donny, man. Ready to get to it. I kind of had a this past work week was. A, Kind of a lot. I'm not gonna lie. During I the was holiday? struggling. I mean, it was the week after the holiday, so it was a little, you know how that shit go. I, I wasn't used to the bullshit. Had to get back right. Yeah, normally, but, uh, like this period, like even the week after the holidays, it'd be niggas don't be really trying to do shit. I don't know. I think for us, people are trying to, oh yeah, get their yeah. shit crammed in because yeah. once that. Christmas comes, it's dead. That Christmas plus the last week in December, nobody's really doing anything. So people trying to get their shit in now. I was going through it, not gonna lie. Damn, bro. Yeah, they got me doing a, a document review, like forty-five different uh, languages, and like I could take my time with it, which is good. But I don't know what the fuck this shit is saying. So I'm just like reviewing it, like on the style and shit like that. So I've been taking my time on that shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> That sounds the same. Yeah. I'm just reading Japanese fucking documents and shit like, uh, yeah, this looks, looks good to me. <laughs> this looks solid. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But it's been, I've been chilling for the most part. But, uh, man, how, how niggas doing, man? Uh, shit, man, feeling good. Had had the chance to uh, hit Dallas a few hours on Saturday. Hey. Uh, that was decent. Jerry World had a soldier field from like Parkway Gardens. Parkway Gardens. Um, <laughs> it's, it's different, man. I ain't gonna lie, it's different. Yeah, I haven't that, got that, the chance that, to see it yet. Man, it's it's like I don't know if it's a bad seat in that building. That big ass TV. Mm. Damn, that's what I heard. I heard that TV is insane. Yeah, I'm about to pull up, man. I, I've been to like the outside part. The outside part is cool as shit too. Um, but I haven't been to the uh the actual stadium before. So nigga went to go see K State. Shout out to K State and uh <laughs> All right, don't say don't uh T S U. yeah, some shit like that. TCU? Yeah. But uh yeah, man, you had a good time? Yeah, man, it was it was decent down there. Uh what it was it was it was kinda weak though. It was a lot of white fan bases, so I didn't really get the energy I was looking for. Oh yeah, the HBC. Unfortunately, not even HBCU, just like a uh, I don't know. I feel like a a Georgia LSU experience would have been better because you at least gonna have some at least gonna have some black people out there. This was just all cowboy boots and Caucasians. Oh yeah, mm. that's not what. Yeah, they get rowdy though. They do. They're so <laughs> rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They get rowdy. Sometimes you need that. I try to get rowdy with the white people, man. <laughs> uh, don't know how was this shit, man. How, how you been living? It was it was solid. Yesterday I didn't do much. Chilled in the crib, did some studying. Uh, Friday went to the Lakers Bucks game. Uh, that nigga AD. Hey, hey, Ooh. they looking good, bro. I ain't gonna stunt. <laughs> you was in the house? Oh yeah. I was. It was. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was liking what I was seeing from AD, man. They, I'm telling you. I got to take back some of the Russ slander, man. I like what he's doing 
coming off the bench. Mm. He really like finding motherfuckers. He's not really wilding out, taking too crazy of shots. As long as we get uh, bitch ass Pat Beverly the fuck out of here, <laughs> get Dennis some more minutes. This shit might be looking. It might be looking right, man. I, I like what's going on. Yeah. You know what's upsetting is they try. They could have easily done this bench and shit last year, and it would have worked, or at least been close to working. Mm. <sighs> See, I don't, I don't know. I feel like with uh, who was the coach last year? I'm forgetting his name. The vocal. Yeah, vocal. I don't think Russ would have been folding for his shit. Cause, cause in the beginning, I didn't see Russ uh, folding for ham shit, but it, it seemed like he got kind of a respect for him. He's like, all right, you know what? I'm listening to what you're saying. This is cool. He wouldn't took that shit with Vogel. He, he would have just been wilding out even more. I feel. But I think Ham got that like real nigga energy. Like, hey, bro, <laughs> I ain't playing with you. You either gonna have to come off the bench, or hey, you, you ain't you ain't playing shit. Okay, so this is the thing I don't be getting sometimes. Why why do um why do players react like that? Like why you not? Why would you not respect the coach if the coach is just trying to put you in positions? If they corny and you you've been lit for like the past like ten years, then I can see why you wouldn't respect them. Do they assume just all coaches don't know they shit? I think a lot of players feel that way, especially if you've been in the league for a while. Like if you, like you get the accolades, you get the MVPs. You know what I'm saying? Like man, I don't need a coach at this point, man. You just here to like. You just a figurehead to me. I think that's what a lot of all stars feel. Yeah, it's like a stepdad. Imagine Vogel with your stepdad. <laughs> Would you listen to the nigga? <laughs> I'll be like, Doug, my dad, I got a, I got a dad across the street, bro. <laughs> I ain't listening to you. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's different in basketball, but it was solid. It was it was a, it was a really good game. I was happy for that. Shout out to AD, man. That nigga putting on. If he wasn't a Packers fan, bro, we need to put up a statue of him in the city, bro. Going cool. Yeah, I did say he he said he played well because the conversation he had with Aaron Rodgers bro, before the game. So that shit, bro. fam, don't don't say that. He don't say that. What That's what he said. Don't say that. That's what he said. Yeah. Oh hell no. Yeah. Come on. I saw my ayahuasca and shit. <laughs> but uh, nah, come on, AD. Shit, my shit was straight, man. Went to okay house party on Friday. Throwing it back and shit. Ooh. No, not throwing it back, but false. But like also back in the day shit. Um, but it was cool. I actually had a fun ass time. Uh yeah, and then yesterday I was just chilling and listening to music, watching some shows, catching up on my shit. So uh but yeah, had a good weekend. Looking forward to this weekend. The holidays coming up. I feel like the Thanksgiving to Christmas. Like time window is so fast, bro. Like you get like one week mm-hmm. of work and then you like, damn, it's already Christmas and shit. So Yeah. It's cause you gotta spend that money. Yo. Y'all do y'all Christmas shopping yet? No. Well, I started a little bit, but I don't really want to think about it. Yeah, yeah, same. I still got some stuff to get. Yeah. I don't really have that much Christmas shopping to do though. No, think about it. Are you limited down to your your media family? Uh, I don't even know. It don't really go that crazy. Like we, we got my parents a new TV for Thanksgiving, so I'm just assuming like y'all get that little joint situation, and that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know. So other than that, it's like a few things here and there, but I don't have like an extended list that I'm trying to you know do some gifting to. This ain't like a, a swag bag. I don't feel that. Yeah. Shout out to my <laughs> pops, by the way. Um, it's his birthday today. I got him a Pete Rose video for his birthday. Oh shit! On how to gamble? 
No, no, it's just uh, yeah, y'all know the cameo videos. I got them a cameo yeah. video. Um, <laughs> how much was Pete what Rose taxing, man? Yeah, how, how much Pete Rose taxing? We didn't dove into some. No, nah, it's just like a hundred. But he just oh. you know shouting them out and um. You know, just talking about you. You tell them like kind of the stuff you want them to talk about, like how my dad, my dad really liked Ricky Henderson, and uh, my dad is a real big Pete Rose fan. Like him, him and Pete Rose is like his him and uh, Ricky Henderson, like his favorite two players ever. So, just talking. About did you see the video before, or he once he did it, they just sent it to him? No, they sent it to me. Uh, I got it on oh, okay. Tuesday, and okay. I just sent it to him this morning. Damn man, what was Pete Rose talking about? Hey, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> you know he older now, so he got that yeah. old swag, and then he had like some shit on his uh shirt, like he had just been eating some syrup or some shit. I was like, bro, you could have cleaned up, my nigga. <laughs> but shout yeah, out Pete Rick, Rose, bro. Ricky yeah, Ricky man. Henderson was one of my favorite colored players. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Confused? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, nah, he was cool, man. He was just talking about that, and then he personalized it to my pop. So it was cool, man. Shout out, P. Rose. That's a, yeah, that's solid, man. Yeah. I wish we could make cameo video, bro. <laughs> Easy, that's a good hustle, man. That's I'll be real... wildin', dog. <laughs> what was you about to say, dude? No, I, I say that's a good, good ass hustle, man. I'm not mad at it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Other than that, man, I've just been cooler, man. Uh, we got some shit to talk about, man. We got some. Yeah, some, yeah. it's man. Yeah. What's what's going on? I, I haven't heard of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I would get a TJ Holmes cameo. Hey, man. Oh, that nigga TJ. Hey, he, he, he a legend, bro. He's everything. Uh, uh, what's the nigga's name? Safari. <laughs> nah, buddy from the Celtics. You doka oh, is he, trying to be, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the people that don't know, man, uh, this is a TJ Holmes, which already sounds like some porn star type shit. Uh, he's the anchor on Good Morning America with Amy Robach. Uh, I don't know how many people watch Good Morning America, but uh, they they're the co-anchors of Good Morning America. Uh, they were caught gallivanting around the city. Um, the only thing is both of them have, uh, spouses, wives, and a husband. And these pictures came out and he like hitting her on the ass and you could tell they are romantic, like they're being romantic. They've been intimate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Intimate. That's a better word. Um, when I first saw this, when the first story first came out, it was way more hilarious because I'm thinking like these niggas just openly disregarding their significant others and just out here wild and crazy. But it seems like both of their relationships are on the rocks or they've been separated for a minute. And what they say is that they're both like two adults um, participating in a, a willing relationship, a consensual relationship. So, you know how they go. Uh, how, yeah, do you don't have any that. feelings about this though? Oh man, this shit was hilarious. It was, it especially because then they put them right back on the news <laughs> the very next day. And this is like this is and that, that TJ Holmes was not taking this serious at all. No, 
he was almost acting like, I'm so glad this happened. Now I can live in my truth. He was making jokes. He was laughing a little too much. He did not look like he was going through it at all. No. That's interesting. Yeah, damn. It was crazy because um, apparently his wife was the one who had a PI investigating or taking the pictures and the videos. And Whoa. I saw that she was experiencing she thought she he had an affair of some sort with a different coworker, mm-hmm. and she was thought it was her. She didn't even know it was this other shorty. <sighs> yeah, they said he, he was uh had a three year long affair with a producer. That nigga's treating that shit like a call center, bro. <laughs> Damn, no, that ain't right, bro. Fuck this dude. Was he ever married? If you had a three-year affair and then you got covered, you ran back a new one. <laughs> were, you, were you ever married? <laughs> Man, the crazy thing, I seen like a post, an Instagram post he made about his wife. Did y'all see that? Oh, yeah. That he made? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that shit was hilarious. Man, yeah. that, honestly, that shit was crazy. Honestly, nah, that, that's, that was the... Um, that was the distinguished and eloquent, like, man, you done held me down through all my bullshit, typical Facebook posts that we see. Yeah, <laughs> that was just that on the... That nigga said, and despite my best efforts. <laughs> you said, <laughs> what have you been doing that you got to say, despite my best efforts, she remained married to me for the past 10 years? That's insane, man. What? The, nah, I can't, I can't rock with that motherfucker, man. I need to try to find that post, because that post was... Uh, nah, I got it up here. It's long as shit, so I don't know if I can read this yeah. whole thing. But uh, yeah, he said uh, this particular decade challenge is a little late. But ten years ago, Marley Figby married me. Despite my best efforts, she remained married to me for the past ten years. <laughs> That's no hyperbole. I'm not being dramatic. I gave her plenty of reasons, excuses, <laughs> and opportunities to walk her fine ass out the door. But instead, her built-in black woman superpower, she showed grace and patience. That's incredible. I don't like that. <laughs> Hey, hey, no, no, no. I don't nah. like that. You you hearing this now? I understand <laughs> that he probably wrote that wrote that post where they weren't in the great space. Oh, 100 percent Oh, 100 You can you can hear it all through there. He was like, Yeah, man, if this don't get her back, nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> Fev, you typing that uh black woman superpower shit while clapping some white cheeks is crazy. I, I yeah. can't I can't yeah. accept <laughs> I this, can't accept Buddy, man. For him, nah. for him, this was this is my last attempt. And if she don't like it, I'm gonna just move on. And if she do, I guess I'll give it another <laughs> chance. I'm gonna have, have some fun. I'm gonna train for this mini marathon with my shorty. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> when uh, they said they fell in love and shit when they was training for the marathon and shit, bro. So you gotta watch <sighs> out with that, dog. When your spouse is doing other activities with niggas, man. Uh, okay, bro. You can only have so much fucking <laughs> free time with that nigga, don't. man. No, don't that's some her, real ass shit. Don't let her go. Jo- okay, it's not. Let's, no, let's, that is some. What? I don't trust. All right, all right. Would you let your? Oh man, hold on. How how far do I want to push this? I don't know if I <laughs> I, I would want. I would want how comfortable I be with my girl doing consistent activities with another man, like consistent. Because when you're training, that's consistent. That's daily shit. That's a good three. Okay. Three assume, to four hours a day. I assume they weren't running daily. They weren't running together daily. Mm, that'd know, be man. a little. That'd be a little weird. Um, but then even because you can't do much talking when you're running. 
I don't want my girl winded around no niggas, bro. When you winded, that's when your guard is down. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the difference. Here's what's different with them, right? If you're, if you're, let's say they were training together, you still have to go see this person at work. So you're Mm -hmm. seeing an above average amount of time with somebody. Then let's say your girl just spent 30 minutes twice a week with some dude running. That's true. Like they're not really gonna talk that much. Y'all can go back into the office and then talk about things that happen outside of the office, and you start building on that. It's different. Oh, and you start seeing her in that workout gear. You know what I'm saying? It's just different from that work gear. Yeah, you walk in with that. Oh, I see the. I see the gains. <laughs> I see the gains. <laughs> He's a nasty nigga to say that. You know, that TJ Holmes motherfucker. Okay, gains. I, I like, see the what? lips. <laughs> what? Oh, oh yeah, that's so that's that's over the top wow. <laughs> it's lifting. <laughs> yeah, no. No, bro. That's that's just not cool. And just to see your ex like on TV, just knowing that they have to be on TV with the with the person that is just kind of ended y'all shit. I don't know how I can take that. This is also very chaotic because if you think about he was messing with a producer, how do you how are you married? Have an affair with the producer, and the producer watches you have another affair with your coworker. Mm-hmm. Hey, TJ, that nigga's oh, a super God. villain, bro. And, and no, no, <laughs> didn't they didn't they say they had their kids babysitting each other's kids so they could go double date? Oh Lord, you lying? You yeah, lying? No, Don't say that's that. That's true. No, that's that's not actually happened. Yo, this dude's an evil villain, bro. What is he? <laughs> Both of them are. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never seen... I don't even, even hear about this dude. They said they host Good Morning America 3. What, what's the other two? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Is this when did Good Morning America get a third show? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of this dude in my life until this week. And I, when I saw the, the, one, the episode after they got caught cheating, I was like, yeah, I'm a fan of this nigga, bro. Because he just don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> Like anybody else uh, looking forward to the weekend? I know I am. <laughs> Did it, and then didn't they have um some? I don't know what the woman was there talking about. He was like, "Yeah, some of us up here could use that." I know we can. Yeah. Oh my. Dude is just cut. Dude out of pocket. But he but looked happy it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go with what makes you happy, man. Yeah. And you know, you know what's also <laughs> it's funny. It's like we. This situation has showed me if their job don't care, I don't need to care. Okay, now. What you mean by that? <laughs> like, you don't care about them or you don't care about when you at work? Oh, no, 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 no. Not, not, not about I'm at work. Like, so, I mean, everybody is on online is upset about his behavior. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's like, if, listen, if they job don't, if their job's like, we're not going to punish them for it. Like, it's, they're two consenting adults. It is what it is. That's I guess I, that's how I feel. I'm not about to be upset about it. He, well, is it wrong? Yeah, but hey, man, go be happy. Is it wrong yeah. if they relationship on the rocks? Like if they separated or about to get divorced from their significant others? Do you have to well, wait till the papers are signed to do it? I would say yeah, because if not, why is this? Why is this? This shouldn't be a thing. Mm, yeah, I I don't know the the. The particulars, like down to a T, but from what I've heard, it sounds like both of them are on on the way to getting a divorce. And so, that just means they both had a. Then when they got caught, they went home and said, "I want a divorce." Yeah. yeah. Crazy yeah. thing about Shorty is she she cheated on her last husband with the husband she's married to now. 
Yeah. Mm. And now she cheated on him with TJ Holmes. So Man, allegedly. Watch out, TJ. Yeah. TJ. See, nah, T- <laughs> I don't I don't I wish we could talk to him and really get an understanding of what it is that he was going for here. Yeah. Cause yeah, if, yeah, I guess it, if he was just out here trying to have some fun, I guess he picked the right one. Cause, mm. cause clearly she not she's not to be trusted. Yeah, she ain't serious. But if he was really trying to, you know. If he was really willing to lose a home, that's that's well. I don't know how controversial this is, uh, but I'm gonna say it. I don't know how you're gonna <laughs> cheat <laughs> with somebody that don't got no body, dog. Hey man. That's the thing. See, he was training with her, so he was saying some things we probably weren't privy to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could probably take it a step further, but <laughs> Oh, you got great I mean, vascular uh, strength. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his wife in that little ten-year decade pick, his wife looked decent. Yeah, yeah, no, no, she looks straight. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I don't know what would would get him yearning like that. And I don't know what looking good as a well. I do know what looking good as a white woman looks like, but I, it, my my viewpoint is slightly skewed. Uh, but Amy Robach is not terrible. She's just not. I I wouldn't go. And yeah, so I mean, she's like fifty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but he. I don't know. But he partially looks like a brother that would love him a little milk on the low. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. A thousand. Somebody call that nigga Tom Dubois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's him for sure. But hey, man, be happy, man. If cheating make you happy, like when when I seen that nigga telling them jokes into her ear and looking happier than I've. Ever seen a nigga looking before? Like, that's when I was like, "Hey, man! Sometimes you gotta cheat into happiness, bro." That's crazy. She wasn't laughing like that at home. No. Nah. Oh. Now you know when you know it's probably gonna happen. He's gonna become miserable. Cause sometimes they don't people like assume some of the fun in in behind the cheating is the cheating. Yeah, sometimes that's what it is. Mm. Like once that goes away, he might just be like, "Man, this ain't it." Oh yeah. I, I miss the stability. Yeah, once you get responsibilities, oh, ooh, <laughs> ah, watch out, TJ. <laughs> TJ, that's a corny name. <laughs> Call him TJ. <laughs> What's that nigga real name, man? <laughs> Stay safe, TJ. <laughs> TJ. <laughs> oh shit, but man, yeah, man. Uh, that's just one of the stories going on. Um, we, the, you already know when I make that sound, what I'm about to have to go to, man. When <laughs> early in the week, man, I'm I'm looking at like, hey, we haven't had a Kanye story. Good for him. Like in a minute, like it's been like little rumblings here and there, but we haven't had a major Kanye story. The news comes out that uh he settled his divorce with Kim K, uh, two hundred K every month for child support. Mm-hmm. Kanye billionaire or was a billionaire I don't know what his money situation looked like if he can take care of it cool 200k a month for them kids is crazy but I don't know how child support works honestly at this point I don't either but I guess because what's what's the what's the use of it because normally they when it's super high like this they say hey we have to balance how the the uh, mom and dad lives. Kim Kardashian is damn near a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. 
So I, I just that's, don't know, bro. At this point, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of just walk into there and say, "Judge, be for real, for real." <laughs> like, like, what is this about for two hundred a month? Is crazy. That's what. I don't care yeah. how rich you are. I don't care how rich you are, bro. I know he tried to play the. They don't need. They don't. I don't need to pay for schooling because I own one. Mm, yeah, he probably. <laughs> yeah, they was like, all right, no, <laughs> all right, that, all right that's crazy probably, nigga. Yeah, that's probably what got it to two hundred k for real, for real. Yeah, we hey, and no, nah, and he told him I'll make my own clothes. <laughs> he was, yeah, and then start telling me the resume. Yeah, so I mean, we get to that point. I'm like, all right, that's that's crazy for me. I'm not. I know people got different opinions, but uh. Okay, I could take that story. That's that's not a terrible kind of story. Then he was like, "Bet I'm about to turn it up on niggas, bro." Uh, scheduled an appearance on Infowars when that when I saw the announcement, I was like, "I already know where this is about to go," and he exceeded those expectations. Went on there, <laughs> you know it's bad when Alex Jones is telling you to chill, bro. Shooting them all the bell. <laughs> as much bail as you could give somebody. He really, because I saw he was like, yo, is this really Kanye? <laughs> Do we really know? <laughs> you sound just like him too. <laughs> Fucking warthog ass voice, bro. Yeah. <laughs> now listen. <laughs> I don't like how they call you a Nazi. <laughs> I don't think you're a Nazi. And then Kanye was talking about, hey, I love him. Like, out of all the things you can say, that's probably the one thing you cannot say in this world is you love mm-hmm. Hitler and it was good things about Hitler, bro. <laughs> he said he loved Hitler. <laughs> He's like, no, I love so many things about him. He said he invented the microphone. Like Kanye was just on that talking, bro. <laughs> no, once he what he he put out that fly swatter. He's talking about it's Nettie. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about some leader, uh, some Israeli leader. He was nicknaming him that. Oh, uh, the uh, Benjamin uh, N- N- Tosku or whatever. That, whatever. Yeah, is. yeah, I know. <laughs> Whole time, uh, Ye got a good Elmo voice. I didn't know he had that that in him. That that was actually a solid voice. Look at you, look for positives. <laughs> hey, hold on, I gotta try, man. <laughs> man. He's he's a super villain now, but I'm yeah, I'm trying to look. For some good, but he was, yeah. It's it's a wrap, dog. It's over, over. Is this is this just so he doesn't have to pay the two hundred k? So he can say like I'm poor. I don't know if he would go that far. I really feel like in the type of mind state he's in right now, he believes the things that he said. Because none of this makes sense. When I told y'all that I feel like things can get worse. And I'm not gonna say what can happen because I don't want to manifest that in any way. But mm. this is looking like the actions of something that's gonna happen like that. Okay. See now you speaking encrypted <laughs> evil thoughts. <laughs> no, that's really... <sighs> I don't wanna I don't wanna speak it. And so I'm not gonna mm-hmm. speak it because I feel like power in the tongue and stuff like so I don't wanna speak that occurring or anything like that. I, so I'll just say I hope he g- gets real help, like I always say. But this is when people start doing shit like this, nobody can stand by him. And when you feel when people feel alone and isolated, they do a lot of crazy shit. 
I think the fucked up thing is, though, he's surrounding himself with people that sort of believe the things that he's saying. Like that Nick Fuentes uh, motherfucker mm. and that, uh, what's that, that Milo dude? Like, pretty much all the insane white supremacists that you're not supposed to be around. He's like, please be around me and co-sign everything that I'm saying. And if you think about it, now in the... I think before that would have been more real, but now in the internet age, you can kind of get those cosigns from anywhere. It doesn't have to be with around with people around you directly, but it might just be as long as you're getting that, you're still feeling fulfilled. Yeah. I feel like at this point it's just it's just uh manipulation and they're using all these people are using Kanye, bro. You you look at it with drink champs. I know Alex Jones don't Respect or like what the fuck Kanye is saying. Look how we talking about Alex Jones now compared to Kanye. We're saying that <laughs> Alex Jones was the voice of reason. Alex Jones, the same person that said kids were shot up. It was a fake. It was a fake shooting, and them kids are not really dead. It's just part of like the stage thing. That's the Alex Jones we're saying was the voice of reason. Can we say he's using him? Well, Alex Jones is. Is what would you say? So, so you feel I guess why would you why would you make that argument? Because they know anytime I put somebody on my platform knowing that they're gonna say something crazy and don't have any type of um motivation to help them avoid harm, that's using somebody. Because I, all I'm using for them, all I'm using them for is to get clicks. Mm, do we feel like it's their responsibility to, to prevent them from doing that? Because I mean, I don't know, I, and this is just some devil advocate shit. But do you think they could have used it to hopefully give them a platform to clear their name, or they should just know automatically that he's going to do the opposite? I think they know. They know he's going to do the opposite. Um, first of all, when they have him on. Uh, it's kind of like the Aiden Ross. I don't know if you know Aiden Ross. But Aiden Ross is a streamer on Twitch. He's he has a Kanye interview coming up. What the fuck is Aiden Ross gonna ask Kanye? Okay, but why <laughs> is why? But why is Kanye going to Aiden Ross? And but uh, he has nowhere else to go. He wants to just talk and get his anti-Semitic shit off. But I guess he doesn't. Why does he keep going to people? Like in the in the grand scheme of things, Kanye could very much do it on his own, right? And, and create like some mass evil Twitch or IG live platform and just talk uninterrupted. He I could. think they would shut that down. Oh, yeah, yeah, they probably would. <laughs> I mean, but it seems like Boosie, he just make a new account. He could do some, he could do some off-brand type shit. Definitely, but yeah. the, but this is this is exactly what he wants. He's going on Aiden Ross. He's just going to people that he knows has some type of following, and him staying in the news cycle is what keeps him doing these things. The only way, like, I, even though it's gonna be hard, we gotta ignore this dude. We just gotta like put him in a a box where he's just talking and nobody hears him. Well, and, and we, kind of to, to Brandon's point about the enabling part, I guess, especially with like the drink champs and anything that's not live, they technically don't have to run what they recorded. 
Like people sit, people record <laughs> videos and have them edited and still don't put them out. Like you can take some unedited audio and be like, nah, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, but I mean yeah, I that's guess, the the reason I say they're using them because they they're not gonna do that. They're gonna put out the most controversial parts because they want people to click and listen to what he's saying. Oh yeah, no, no, and I and I was agreeing with that. Mm. Um, and I guess yeah, that to your point, that's definitely what's transpiring right now. Because you, I guess, especially for in the drink champs reference, like you can't. I guess from every Alex Jones and all those other people, you can kind of expect it. But I guess like for someone like Nori, who you would think or hope might be for protecting hip hop or the artists, that he might sit on or can whatever. Uh, footage he had yeah i mean and i think that's why a lot of people had a problem with that interview because they feel like nori being one uh a rapper and you know respected figure in our culture would have that uh care about somebody who you know obviously needs help and um you know to protect him from himself um so and he just didn't and and you just got to call it what it was he he used kanye to you know get clicks and now other platforms and like you said uh we expected from i don't i ain't gonna say white people but you expected from these other platforms the fox news is the alex jones the even the aiden rosses um but for nori to do it 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 didn't it didn't come off right so and it also didn't come off right for uh kanye to try to throw chris paul under the bus hey, i was that, cool with that that was the only part that nah, I was cool nah, man. <laughs> No, I don't respect that, man. Come on, dog. You got a family. Don't tell these lies. <laughs> Keep your craziness to yourself, man. CP ain't do that. Yeah, for the people that don't know, Kanye, um, when he was doing his rants, he, he pretty much knew he was going to get kicked off Twitter at a certain point. Once he mixed the the swastika with the, the star David and made a logo, he was like, yeah, I know. They about to kick me off Twitter. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, he was talking back and forth with Elon Musk. And then he was like, yeah, before I get off here and before they kick me off, Chris, I found Chris Paul. Uh, well, no, he's like, I found this dude with my wife and then did like a yearbook picture of Chris Paul, which I, I was now, so confused about. You know, that 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 might be concerning because that either was that had was I'm not going to say it's a hit list, but why else would you have someone's photo on a on a push board with other photos and names? Yeah, yeah, I I didn't get that. I, I I was thinking like maybe this nigga Ye was like looking at a board or something, or like a a, a community uh thing. <laughs> and like just me, Chris, community board of all the people who had sex with his wife. Oh man, <laughs> he was like, hold on, hey, might as well let me take a picture of this real quick. <laughs> I caught this nigga. <laughs> First of all, D, I'm a leadership, bro. I I, I won't say I will. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not on this platform. I ain't gonna, do I ain't gonna lie, man. The Drake shit got me believing that it's real, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, Drake. The Drake shit really don't help. Yeah, it, it really does make it worse. Because hmm. of all the threes, why would Drake pick Chris Paul? Yeah, and multiple jerseys. And I mean, multiple he, jerseys, he had this yeah. He had his boys wearing alternate uh, New Orleans jerseys. <laughs> Fam, he, he had the Chris Paul Oklahoma City jersey. Oklahoma City jersey. <laughs> you can't find yeah, that nowhere, nah. bro. <laughs> that shit yeah, was shimmery you know. so you know it was inauthentic. He got it from Chris. <laughs> yeah, Drake a nasty nigga, man. But I feel like, damn, to do that, 
I feel like CP3 would have to check Drake when he dropped that photo. Like, hey, bro, you making it hot, dog. What you doing? Yeah. I hate CP3, so I'm gonna say he did it. Anything he said, he's guilty. So it's it's kind of bold. That means just trying to have didn't talk to his family on Zoom. His assistant <laughs> called. Him. And hey, hey. Next thing you know, Chris, his wife just hang up the phone. Hey, you what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's messed up. My man just trying to get back to work, bro. <laughs> Come on, dog. Uh, you know when her homegirls text her, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she ain't know what was going on. Bro, like, but I mean he got an easy defense. That nigga Kanye crazy as hell. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, girl, that, that nigga crazy as fuck. You gonna believe him over me? That's <laughs> that he does that have that card in his pocket, but I don't know if she'll believe it. Yeah. Why would he? Why would he make that up, Chris? <laughs> if if it was one nigga, I, I would be cool with knowing I'm on some cheating shit with. It would be yeah. <laughs> I mean, like no one will ever believe what he talking about. Come on. Uh, and all right, so this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask this: Why does Kanye keep telling us cool keeps having sex with his wife if it's not him? I uh, I, I saw um. An interview with Kanye, um, and this is a little bit of a tangent, um, to kind of come back to that point, uh, where he said that, um, he wanted to get the white privilege or something like that. I don't know if y'all saw the interview, but he wanted to get that white privilege so he can be close to white power. I think Kim represents Kanye's white power in a in a way, in a weird, twisted way. Like Kim is like the it girl for white America, and him getting her is his way to get closer to having that, you know, he's always been about like being accepted by the Tom Fords and the, you know, the blah, the blahs, the, the Vogue and the Wintours and shit like that. Kim, it, having Kim is more of like a possession thing. Like, look, I got the it girl in white America and without him, without her, he feels like he doesn't have a grip of that reality. To me, and I, I, it may be off a little bit, but I, that's what I feel like, and I feel like that's why he's taking it so hard, because he feels like as he has risen up the ranks, got more money, become a billionaire. That's why the billionaire status is so important to him. Not having Kim represents not having it all, or not having a grip of some type of whiteness or shit like that. So I don't know, man. Kanye is so disappointed. Um, so he was. You think he was okay with? Other people having sex with her because he still had her. I don't know if it's that. No, no, I wouldn't say he's okay, but he that's why he's so upset with like, like she'll be. I'm do I think Chris smashed her for real? I don't, I I don't know. The the Drake thing is weird, but I think Drake just being petty and running off rumors just like we running off of. And because he also told us Drake's hit, yeah, and I don't think like, Drake hit either. Uh, Okay, well, who, who makes that up? Wait, Ye said Drake hit? Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, during the beef, no. during the beef time. I thought he said he was acting like he was hitting her, but he never, but she, uh, he never did. Oh yeah, maybe. But I think it's just insecurity. It's just like 
Kanye's older older guy, what around what is it, fifty? How old is Kanye? Close forty five ish. Yeah, I think it's like forty five. Yeah, Kim has always been a sex symbol. She's still a sex symbol at this at this time of the day. So I think it's just insecurity. Like you see your girl with Drake, you see even uh to some degree, I guess even Chris Paul. Uh, you, no, but, no, 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 <laughs> I, I, I no. I don't hey, know, man. I don't know. We're not. We're not going to say it's to some degree, Chris Paul. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> even, no, even with the money, I don't think anybody would be like, "Damn, my girl with Chris Paul." Shit, I'd hey, be man. I, I, yeah, if my girl was with Chris Paul, I'm like, hold on, what you doing? Come on, man. man what, what are we doing? That's third and assist, man. I'm, third I'm and assist. Charming. <laughs> Third and assist. Right, Chris Paul not gonna get my girl with the acting like the good Southern boy. Hey, he might get. A free I, I know that's his, play. I know that's his game. Bro. I know that's his game. Oh no, nah, yeah. Uh, let me pull your chair out for you. Yeah, that's how my yeah, grandma he taught me. <laughs> yeah, yes, man. <laughs> Type of nigga for sure. My mom spitting this shit. Like, oh, I love it. <laughs> no, fuck that nigga, bro. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> no, she get to asking. Do you have a brother? <laughs> He was like, oh, yeah, Cliff, you ever met him? Uh, <laughs> Trying to, try to be funny as shit. That's how he was doing the cheeks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, Kanye need real help, bro. It's, it's nothing else to say at this point. He's talking about, uh, out of all this shit, the most egregious shit was him saying that uh, porn needs to be taken off Twitter uh, because pornography is a product of pedophilia and it ruined his marriage. Um, mm. he says wasn't that, he going around showing people at work porn? That bro, that's the thing, bro. He was showing people at work videos and pictures of his wife. Like, bro, what are you talking about? Could you imagine that? I don't even know what I was saying that <laughs> in that moment. If he's showing me a second, like, oh, oh yeah, you kill, yeah, oh, killing that. That's right. See, <laughs> what, what do you? He's my boss. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to this dude? You kill. Oh yeah, it. that looks. <laughs> I like the camera work. Yeah, that, that, I see the vision now. That's a good point. Like, <laughs> that's the same thing when your your niggas show them you tapes and shit. I have never had whoa, that. Whoa, happen. whoa, whoa! I've never had that happen. What does that ever happen? No, 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 no! Listen, listen! I've never had that happen, but it it has happened to somebody before. A nigga has had a video of him smashing some girl, and they've showed their friends before. Let's not act like that has to happen. Hmm. All right, maybe yeah, but you, we, but... we playing around now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> y'all know that's happened before, but I feel like that's not the same. No, I'm saying like, what do you say when somebody shows you that? Hey, man, chill out. I think I think it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> you yelling it like that? Chill out. <laughs> Put that away. I think it's easier to. I t- <laughs> I think it's easier to get out of that situation because it's just your friend. It's not a boss. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a boss is crazy. I don't know what you want me to say. I'll just be like, all right, I'll get to designing. I'm inspired. (laughs) I'm inspired. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, so prayers. That's that's my last thought. Um, Y'all got any final thoughts on this before we move on? Uh, Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say, man. I don't stand with hate. I'll say that. I don't stand with any type of hate against any type of people. So, yeah, hopefully you get some help, yay. But it's probably not going to happen. No, that's not. We can answer that right now. That's <laughs> not. Yeah. Uh, see, see any, anything else to say? 
All right. Well, um, <laughs> uh, another thing that's in the news, man. This this well, like, really late afternoon yesterday. Uh, Deion Sanders ch- uh, announced after they won the SWAC championship that that he's leaving to go to Colorado. It was met with mixed reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people in Colorado are happy for obvious reasons. Um, a lot of black people. Well, I, I see mixed reactions within black people too. There's some black people calling him a sellout and saying that, Hey, he came here preaching all this, uh, black empowerment stuff. And we need to make the HBCUs better. And then he leave at the first opportunity he get for a white institution. Um, and some people say he did all he can do for the school and now it's just time to move on and hopefully that that the HBCUs continue to elevate um off what he left at this at JSU, Jackson State. Uh mm-hmm. where do y'all stand on the side what f- side of the fence do y'all stand on? Mm, for me, I have no problem with somebody willing, like wanting to grow in their career. It just makes sense. You you want to continue. You you want to you know accept different challenges, especially if you know more money is presented. It's it's just it's a different level that you want to uh, obtain. I'm not a hundred percent knowledgeable of all the things that he was saying when he got to Jackson State. Like I don't know if he was saying like hey, I have plans on really. Re- rebuilding this program for years to come. Like, I don't know if he was saying stuff like that, but I think that you got to just be careful with your intentions when you say things. Like, if he was saying stuff like that, I could see how people would probably be disappointed because they expected him to kind of stay a little bit longer and really, you know, uh, build the program for multiple years. But if if he didn't say that and he just came in and he just said, Hey, listen, this is a great opportunity. Um, I do want to resurrect this program and kind of left it at that. I, I don't have no issue with him jumping into a new challenge. I feel like that's life. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I guess for me, uh, I guess I feel like this wasn't the right move. Um, I feel like he, overall for himself and for the conference or HBCUs, he could have done more for just in general by staying. I would have said, not saying he needed to stay for, for, you know, a very long amount of time, just maybe one, two, three more years. And he would have been perfectly fine. I feel like, and I could be speaking for a few people, but I feel like there's some folks who feel like just, Colorado isn't really one of them jobs and it's not like they're going to win or start winning the PAC 12. He, he, this is a step of a coach who doesn't have a name of a Deion Sanders and who has to take that, the, the rinky dink school next to kind of continue to elevate up the food chain. I think he was afforded the opportunity to not do that. Um, and I think a lot of us kind of are aware that, you know, it just wasn't really necessary. Um, I mean, but in the end, he's a coach. He's allowed to want to take new opportunities. I just don't know if this was the right opportunity. Um, plus, he, I mean, he was instilling a lot of things into the HBCU. So I don't know if 
they were already left into a, a position where they can be better off overall, whole scale, um, now than they were before. Uh, I'll answer, uh, kind of respond to, to two things. Um, I think that one that he should be able to a follow and do what he wants to do. Um, I do understand people's gripe about like, Hey, if you say you want to come in and revamp HBCUs, then go ahead and do it. I think that that was a tall task for him to do. I think that he shouldn't have set that precedent because it's the way it's set up now. It's not going to take one person to, to revamp HBCUs because say he stayed there for five years. What would happen would be is every good recruit would come to, Jackson State, they were running the swag every year. And then whenever he decided to leave, whether it's FSU, whether it's Colorado, whether it's Liberty College, wherever he went, it's back to normal programming for for HBCUs. What needed to happen was for like collectively, it needs to be a concerted effort to build up HBCU programs, whether it be facilities, um, just money into the program, whatever it may be. So every team is competitive. So now we have kids wanting to go to these programs instead of just Jackson state. So for every, I feel like for everybody to feel like he was like the savior and he was the one that was going to deliver HBCUs that, that was never going to happen. Like he, yes, he can bring more attention, more, more games will be on TV and, you know, maybe he'll get a team. I mean, a. uh, a kid or so to go to one of the teams they play in because they see them on TV or whatever it may be. But most of the people were going to go to JSU because they want to play for Dion. I mean, JSU was lit and you know, that type of stuff. Um, And that, that that's my whole thing. People call him a sellout and stuff like that. Like I, I don't like that because I mean, he didn't have to go. I mean, he didn't really have to coach just in period, but for him to go there and to leave a mark, I mean, we talking about it on here. People talking about it on TV. They, you know, they had games on te- television and stuff like that. It was was dope of him to do. I mean, would it be cold if he, you know, stayed longer and they had longer legacy or he had a longer legacy there? Yes. But I'm not going to call him a sellout because he wants to move on. Like these niggas didn't have water to take a shower with at one point. It just the resource is just not there for HBCUs, bro. And if you want to be a coach that's able to win on the highest level, you have to move to where the resources are. Unfortunately, I'm not saying that that's that's right, but it it just is what it is. Um, until it's a collective effort to get these HBCU athletic programs better, then what what can we do? Um, I guess some of it was it seemed like when he first took the position. He was just, I don't know, he he was in it to, I guess in a way to give back, to put HBCUs more on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just seemed like this year, it was just like a quick turn of, yeah, I got to, if something else comes, I, yeah, I, I got to, I got to entertain it. Yeah. it. It seemed like at least for a while, it mm-hmm. was one foot in the door, one foot out. And so for him to be there uh, two and a half, maybe three years, 
I guess in for the whole last year to kind of be one foot in, one foot out. I could just understand from a, a sporting perspective being frustrated by that from someone who was supposed to be who I don't know who said they were trying to bring something and build something with the program. And I, I think that's when my problem comes in because not only did he revamp the facilities, get them to where they needed to be, like set a precedent within Jackson State. Um like he was winning with them. Uh he brought uh, he brought dollars from uh Barstool and different different little other programs. Like those a short window. He did a lot for Jackson State. Uh, um now if I could see how like when people talk look, I think the biggest issue that people have with him is what he was saying. And sometimes when you get in a situation, you see like, hey, this is bigger than just me coming and revamping this whole HBCU athletic system. Like he got there and saw like these niggas didn't have water. It ain't no other college that's not gonna have water that you can drink shower with, drink during practice and stuff like that. So it's just it's it's bigger than me being prime time and you know just being a great coach or a relatable coach or whatever he is. Because honestly, we don't know if he's a great coach. He I, we know he a great recruiter. And he a personal per, a personable person and people want to play for him. But we're going to have to see when Colorado happen, if that translates to wins on the, the FBS. So, well, yeah, I mean, because it's where he was, he was able to get, uh, I don't want this to sound terrible. Outside of Outside of Travis Hunter, he was mostly able to get the best of what was available, mm-hmm. which goes a long way at that level. Now he'll be required to compete for the best of the best against the best, because getting the best of what's available probably isn't going to cut it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's I will say it's still kind of partially disappointing because I I'm, I will be interested to see kind of what happens with uh these HBCUs now and maybe some of the partnerships that have been built in the past year and a half with uh, different corporate companies. I mean, cause it's just like when, in when all the black lives matter and George Floyd and all these companies were saying, we're going to give back into the black community. And then it's like two years later, it's like how much have they really stayed consistent with them? We know H was HBO got rid of their black writers. Uh, situation that they had or something of that nature who are they really going to stick around and keep allowing these extra dollars to flow into those institutions or will they now be removed since he has decided to go elsewhere uh and the pool of the dollars hadn't expanded quite the size that it needed to just yet so that that's just something i'm also considering yeah and that mm-hmm. that's one thing that i would say that it's kind of, I wouldn't say unfair, but a lot of people place that expectation upon Dion. When that expectation needs to be within these HBCUs, within ourselves, as when, when we go to our kids and tell them where they want to go to school and or ask them where they want to go to school and, you know, show them that way. We all need to collectively build up these HBCUs so it, they can have money flowing through them so the athletic programs can compete with 
you know, the big schools. And so when the kids are making that decision, they're like, no, I don't want to like, if I see, if I watch Jackson state over the news and I saw they didn't have water, although I know that's not technically Jackson state's fault. That makes that, that makes my decision harder to pick that school. Mm -hmm. So it's just like that type of stuff can't happen. And well, I mean that's on the yeah, that's on the cities though. That's not on the that's on the city. But you think if that happened in uh, Champaign, if that happened in uh, Los Angeles, wherever USC is, I don't know if USC is in Maine, Los Angeles or not. But if that happened there, they wouldn't have something. You know, another they have pocket pockets where they can make efforts to you know subside that or make sure that the kids are good. Well, I guess that's also is that part of the problem as well. I mean, because in those, if if the same thing happened in those areas, would they, would those institutions find resources to make sure that the the athletes can have what they need just to continue to compete? They would, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't change anything, I guess, within the city, and I feel like it's different with Jackson State, just because you know Jackson being a more so a, a more rural poor black town it affects more than just the athletes but that's the same thing with tuscaloosa too tuscaloosa is the same way but let let that shit go let let the water go out in tuscaloosa that nigga nick saban to have water flowing from saudi arabia or some shit well <laughs> well i guess it's some of these other places they aren't in those uh they aren't in the type of situations location wise where I think this type of situation would even occur. Like Tus- Tuscaloosa, maybe, but not probably not. Not so much of are they not going to have clean water? It's definitely not going to happen in LA. Yeah, so it, it probably wouldn't happen in Champaign either. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I, that's just my thought because I kind of just looking from people's comments, like the hate comments. I just don't like the sellout shit. Like, how did he sell out? He got he figured it was a better opportunity. Which he said from the start, he was like, "Look, if another school offers me a a job, and I think the Colorado why it makes a little bit of sense. Of of course, I don't like Colorado, and I th- I feel like he he would have been better off in like." florida or something like that where he can you know be close to these recruits and you know recruits the recruiting would be better so to speak but a, a job like a colorado where they went like what one in like nine or something like that this the year one in 10. they he has leverage Damn. there they have to bend to his will like if he wants facilities created y'all hire me like i, I didn't come to y'all asking for a job so now, okay, yeah, you, you got that prime. If he has to go out of his way for a recruit or he has to do this, do that. Now he's in a position of power where he can make that make that job his instead of going to FSU where he has to fit in to that culture. Uh, I don't know. if it's, I technically don't know if it would work like that. I think he'll get some... It, it's going to take some time for any of those facilities budgets to get approved and things to get built. He still is going to have to so show something with the resources that he has currently in these first couple of years. And I guess in order to get to that point, I mean, we've seen it before. I mean, it could be different because of his name and it could, you know, allow him to have the opportunities that 
maybe other black coaches wouldn't have, where if you have a bad first two, three years, you get canned. But I guess we're going to have to see what kind of strides he's capable of making as as no longer as the big fish in the small pond, which he was at Jackson State. Yeah, I, know, I mean, you know what's gonna happen. He gonna go seven and five or six and six, and niggas gonna you know chuckle it up because it's the first season. So I'm just expecting that to happen. But I, I don't knock the move. I, I think yeah, you in the Pac-12 now, you in a P5, uh, Power Five uh, conference. Um, and let's see what happens, bro. Because we never that portal. All I know is that when that portal open on Monday, it's gonna be some moving and shaking going on. Yeah, but I just do. I, is it that would it be that important for you to go play for him and be in Colorado as opposed to go somewhere else? What you mean? Like, if you had the opportunity to pick, let's say you you were going to transfer, and you could stay, in, you can be in the Pac-12, but you can get Oregon, you can get Utah, who just won, you can get USC, UCLA, and you got Colorado. I'm playing for am I, I'm playing for prom, bro. Am I really gonna say, yo, I let me go to Colorado because of prom? When I could yes. go to USC and live in LA? Uh, yes. <laughs> if, if I can play for prom, I'm playing for prom. Like over, I mean, of course, like if I had USC, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to USC. But if if I want to, if prom offered me, wasn't it prom? It's prom, bro. It's a reason he got Travis Hunter. To go to Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. I mean, I think that, I think that's a more that's different. I wouldn't say I expect that to happen a lot, because we didn't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to expect that to be become the regular here. Donna, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Me personally. I'd probably go to the school I would want to go to. Mm. I, I feel like, I'm, I don't know. I, like, I, I'd look at the weather over uh, the coach, to be honest. But that's why I'm not a football player. So, mm. <laughs> I don't know what I would think if I was really trying to make it to the league and shit. If if I felt like Prime, if, if Prime's talking to my family, talking to me, like, hey, I'm going to transform you. I, I I got you. Transform you. Know? you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I will say, I will say, um, I will say the one thing that I am considering is I can transform. That shit fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I just, I'm not sure how it's all going to play out just because part of Dion being at Jackson State was it allowed, Jackson State was the job that allowed Dion to still be Dion. And it was something about the HBCU experience, the swag combined with him, his personality, who he was, the players that were around him. It it created an experience or a feeling that I don't know if it can translate to Colorado. And that's one, that's a factor that I'm also considering. But uh, like I pl- play me my theme music in Boulder, Colorado, when you you see a I don't know. It's just I, I don't know if that's going to something that's something that can be transferable, not just to the players, but to the fan base as well, because that also was a huge part of it and a part of the experience. Yeah. And it, I guess that's something that I'll factor that I'm, I'm thinking of as well. No, no, I understand. Uh, 
And I understand that. It's people saying, like, I saw one of the comments was like, yeah, you can take the man, but that, trust me, that's just one man. The This experience was a collective Jackson State thing, HBCU thing, which I understand. Like, yeah, that's going to happen. But Dion is going to bring a culture over there. Like, and I think that's why it was important for him to choose a job like this that's going to allow him to be himself. Like, you see it on, in, on the intro graphic. They had him rocking a goddamn chain on the infographic. Like, <laughs> they calling him Coach Prime. Like, it's just like, now he's in a position where he was like, y'all wanted me. Y'all gave me $5 million, which is like top 20 of some highest paid coaches, to come here and do what I do. So don't tell me that I can't bring my culture over here and stuff like that. So I feel like and, that's why he did this. Well, it's not about bringing the culture. It's can it stick? I like, so if let's, cause we know South Florida was an option. I feel like maybe not football wise or, or league wise, it would have been the right move, but culture wise and him bringing that and trying to get, some people to buy in, even though South Florida's in like Tampa, which isn't Miami, it's still Florida. Mm. And Florida in itself has a football culture and one that he comes from that he's known for. Getting that buy-in, I think, would have been easier as opposed to Colorado. Yeah, and I'm trying to think if it's a if it's a school with, with a terrible culture just in general. Um I mean, you look at good schools like Utah. Utah is one of the better schools this year, and they fucking in Utah. So I think you can build a great football culture anywhere, but you just got to – it's just all about the culture and recruiting and stuff like that. And I think from what we've seen so far, Dion is an excellent recruiter. So we just got to let it play out um, and then see what happens. I, I wish him well, man. I hope, you know – that. Yeah, yeah, I would have wished him to go like to FSU or, or like a Texas job or something like that, one of these high prestigious jobs. But you know, sometimes we got to work with what we work with. And if he turn up Colorado, then that nigga a legend, bro. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody else can turn up Colorado, dog. So I don't know. What's it's a little prime. Yeah, man. Uh, did y'all see that? Uh. That at Art Basel they had that ATM that once you put in your you put in your debit card and then you you know you type check-ins or you you hit the check-ins button they took a picture of you and they put your balance up on the sheet uh, on the screen <laughs> and it was like a leaderboard so like the it would like go up like it was scrolling up the screen was scrolling up and they put like who had the the biggest balance on the top of the screen with like the picture on the side of that shit. <laughs> Hell to the nah. <laughs> I'm skipping over that shit. <laughs> yeah. have me looking crazy. I'm not going to lie. That that really confused me because I didn't understand why people kept choosing to do it once you saw it wasn't a real ATM. I think people want to flex. Like Diplo came and Diplo's balance was like 3400000 or something like that. So he was like the leader of that shit. And so like your picture just stays up there with your balance. And I'm like, I'm looking like if I'm in there, I see some nigga with three three mil in the bank. I'm robbing that nigga as soon as we leave. I'm not gonna lie. I pr- I, I pray that everybody who did that they get scammed. Yeah. Because to think to put a put put your debit card in an ATM that you know isn't a real ATM, it's actually something that just takes a picture and puts your your balance amount on a screen. 
But you're kind of asking Man. to get scammed. It's art. <laughs> the art of scamming. <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy, man. I do want to go to Art Basel one day just to see what that what the vibe is like out there. Artsy. Yeah. yeah. I seen uh Cardi B performing in like a, a pubic hair bodysuit. And I was like, maybe this is a little bit too artsy for me. What? Yeah, pubic hair bodysuit. Yeah. Nah. It was like a it was like a body a nude bodysuit, but it had like the uh <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Uh genital body hair like put on it. Like on the nipples. Okay, that's like all right, that's too far. Way. What's up? What subreddit were you in? <laughs> no, in what, is, subreddit. what is we doing, man? <laughs> no, nah, it was on what the blogs. Because niggas was like, you performing in the backyard and shit. No, she was at Art Basel performing at, in like a crowd of like 450. It was like a, a private event, but she got paid like a million dollars for it. So, no, I don't do the blogs. <sighs> One million for a performance, man. Come on. Yeah. She said it was 30 minutes, too. 35 minutes. So, Luke Cardi getting getting her money, man. Yeah. Um, how much has not having black coworkers contributed to your lack of wanting to go back in the office? Uh, not really at all. That's not factoring into your decision. Not wanting to go back. <sighs> not that much, no. Hmm. Yeah, that's the thing is I haven't had that many black coworkers really. No, that's what so they're saying. They're saying that uh, somebody was like, um, "Why would I?" Oh, it was Dragonfly Jones actually. Uh, they were like, "Why would I want to go back to the office when I'm just making small talk with people I can't relate to?" You know, it's not that many black people, so it's like we talking about like potato skins and shit. Like, I don't miss those conversations. <laughs> I, but I was saying that like I don't know if it w- would be a difference. Like if I did have a bunch of black coworkers, I think just the environment of being in the office, I still would not want to come. Yeah. Just just because y'all cool. I mean, like sure, there's more people for me to talk to and relate to, but I still that's not gonna make me want to come into the office every day. Yeah, we still would have to be black in the office. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, and that's not like if we if you had cool black coworkers. I get it. If you're cool before like the pandemic, y'all already have that kind of in-office rapport that you, if you wanted to just take it outside of work, you could do that as opposed to you're in the office and then you get a new black coworker and y'all kind of get to interact and be cool. Cause nine times out of 10, if you are only going hybrid and your company gets a new black coworker, you're not about to like try to really be buddy, buddy with them. Anyway, just over chat. So I guess I kind of do understand, but uh, it's really, I don't know if it's that big of a factor. Because I be I just be at work to work. I'm not really looking for friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see. Um, I've gained some some cool friends off working, so I can see it being a small factor, but no, I, I agree with y'all. Like, most of, the, most of it is just not wanting to come into the office, not wanting to commute. Like, I'm driving an hour, 30 minutes, or whatever. That's just adding on to how long I feel like I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even if y'all cool at that point, y'all aren't really co-workers. Like y'all just are kind of friends who work in the same place, right? Yeah. It's not like I'm looking forward to the day to talk to such and such a work. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you there. So yeah, we're going to have a good time and we enjoy, you know, each other's company, but we just here because we got to be. 
right. <laughs> I ain't driving yeah. to work on the off days trying to chuck it up with you. <laughs> so yeah, um, I saw that they did uh that global. They just ended that global uh, experiment where they did the four day a week panel of work, mm. and they said it was mm-hmm. a success. Man, none of the companies that participated. I think it was like uh, 137 companies or something like that. Uh, but none of the companies that did it said they're, they're going back to five days a week. So that might be something we need to look into. <laughs> Most definitely. I wonder what uh, were all the companies kind of in the same field? Uh, I don't think so. I got the link here. Hold on. Um, Yeah, they said. Oh, no, it's actually 33 companies. My bad. Uh, after six months, most of the 33 companies and 103 workers trialing the schedule with no reduction in pay are unlikely to ever go back to the standard standard work week. Uh, yeah, about 97% of the 495 employees who responded said they wanted to continue with the four day week. So yeah, man. Um, I would, I think I would only like that if everybody didn't have it. What you mean? <laughs> you are. I see. I kind of see what you're saying. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it for everybody to have a four day work week because that means that I guess that new day that becomes open, everybody's going to be off of work, and it's not going to create an enjoyable experience for me not working. <laughs> like it's something about not working when everybody else is at work that makes it more fun. Like you know when you go out. <laughs> All right. So say say you take a Friday off. Everybody else has Friday on. You you have a Friday off. If you want to go out to eat, you want to go do something during the day, store's not crowded, restaurants not crowded, you can enjoy yourself because you know everybody else is preoccupied with some other shit. Mm. If everybody has Friday off, that just becomes like a new Saturday when everybody goes out to do whatever errands they need to do and running around and shit just becomes more crowded. If that makes sense. I see what you said. Yeah, I used to fool downtown when I used to have Fridays off uh, working you know, my last job in the city. Um, used to go to the movie theater and just eat chicken strips and shit and just chill. Okay, all right. <laughs> chicken strips. For real, bro. I be chilling. Yeah, man. 12, I know 12, I know 12 year old you was happy. <laughs> eat chicken strips, go to Old Navy for a little bit and just chill on State Street. Yeah. Oh, Navy. <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga just laughing hella hard. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yo, Trevor Noah says men lack intimacy, not sex. And um, he had a little segment over the week. You know how he had a behind the scenes things where he just talks about a certain subject. Uh, he talked about like Kanye one time, but this one he talked about how men. Um, he doesn't feel like men are lonely because it's like studies coming out saying men are getting lonelier and stuff like that. And he doesn't feel that as being them lacking sex or missing sex. They are missing intimacy. Like they want to be able to hold hands or to tell their friends like they love them and stuff like that. But the way society is set up, we can't do that or we you can, but it's, it's not uh, encouraged or it's not, you know, do y'all feel, do y'all agree with that? That men are lacking intimacy? Um. Okay, so does he think we're lacking intimacy overall or we're lacking intimacy with other men? 
Uh, just overall. Uh, so uh, obviously it's, it's with men too. But if you say you can't say it's, <laughs> you can't say you you know you need some intimacy with with a man because obviously the way it's looked at. But it, he's he's saying that it's it's other things to go into being intimate than like kissing and you know being romantic with the person. It's like a good hug or you know reassurance and stuff like that. Um women are able to show those type of things towards friends and uh towards their partners and they get that from their partners but he feels like men don't and that's mm. that's what men are lacking and that's what you know they're missing I, I might agree with that mm, I'm not going to disagree um do we think we do we do you view that as important? I do. Do you think you knowingly believe intimacy like of that nature is important? Uh yeah, because I think so much we, we put intimacy in a box of sex and being romantic, but um it can go outside of those things. Sometimes those other things are tied to romance and stuff like that. But just sometimes, like somebody like hold like your girl, like cuddling you or holding holding you, what whatever it may be, and even have to be tied to like physical contact or just comforting you or something like that. So many times, like when something bad happens, you feel like you got to be strong for the both of y'all, or you got to be the man or whatever that you don't. You kind of block off that comfort and you block off that things that can be tied to intimacy. So I can see it from that perspective. I would definitely watch the clip. Uh, he explained it like very well. And I think I thought it was uh, decent. So, mm. but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I mean, honestly, it really, it could be, I think intimacy is one of those things where you may one, you might not even know you need it until you don't have it. Mm-hmm. So it's more always one of those reactionary type of experiences, um, which is always tough to navigate. Um, so I don't know. I guess, yeah, and like you were saying, we we usually look at it as it comes in some different shape or form. So that's also a factor. Yeah. Uh, any I got a, a few more stories, but I wanted to jump into some of y'all's if y'all had them. I know we skipped. We probably should have hit this earlier, but y'all saw Nia Long said Celtics never mm-hmm. checked on her. Yeah. What mm-hmm. What am I supposed to call you and say? <laughs> hey, Nia. <laughs> um, I'm I'm sure you heard. <laughs> How's the fam? Yeah, like what What do you want me to call you and say? Maybe she was looking just for a heads up. No. She said they never called it and checked on how she was doing. Afterwards. Afterwards. Yeah, that's kind of, I mean, <laughs> once it's out, it's out. I would think, like, if any if any problems she would have, it would just be like, all right, just give me a heads up that you guys are about to drop this announcement. Let me, you know what I'm saying, let me prepare my life. But... After that, it's like, nah, man, it, it is what it is. We already s- suspended your dude. You probably not coach. <laughs> so. Nigga already got us fucked up. Now we got to hire this super Christian. Um, so this made me wonder how involved, how involved should we really expect our jobs 
to be into our personal lives. Because I guess it's like in as a human, it would have been, I guess you could say it would be nice, but like if you look at it from the grand scheme of like a work, uh, a work landscape, your job, your man's job shouldn't be calling you to say, hey, we heard he cheated <laughs> with the coworker. Are you all right? <laughs> You're straight. Like to, to kind of expect that phone call, it's a little... It's a little crazy. Yeah. So I I I totally agree. I I agree because I mean I'm sure she walked in the facility. She's hanging out with her her kid uh, in the facility multiple times. Basketball is a thing that requires somebody to be in the office a lot more than a nine to five. So yes, they I'm sure they become a lot more familiar than our jobs would be with one of our spouses. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, a job is a job, man. I don't know what you want me to call you. And ask like, yeah, like the only tie, especially I don't think they're married. And so if it was like somewhere I'm, we're calling your wife to make sure she's straight, then yeah. But them calling a girlfriend, which is what she is, um, is a little bit gray area type situation. Also, if you call my girl after I cheated, that sounds like dirty Mackin. <laughs> like the whole org- the whole organization, that nigga Joe Mazzula on the call. <laughs> hey, it's Joe. Um, you on speaker? <laughs> we got Jalen Brown here. He, he want. <laughs> oh, oh, Robert Williams just walked in. He want to say some words. Jalen Brown got some cute partners for it and shit, man. <laughs> oh, that's- but I can't hear. It's a lot of barking going on. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I understand Nia's gripe with them. Because it technically didn't have to be public. No. That brought on a lot of unnecessary heat to her and her family. But the after effect, I didn't understand the gripe after effect. Like, who's going? Who's supposed to call you after that? Okay. Are you saying it didn't have to be public? Is yeah. there any way that it wouldn't have ever become public? Yeah, they could have just suspended him and say he, he violated a team rule. Um, For a whole season? It'll be hard for a whole season, but they they really didn't have to. I just, or just or just frame it as he's taking some time off. I guess for it's it's this is difficult because of what they did last year. I think that adds a different level of complexity to it. Like had had they had some mid year, sure you could do that, or you just fire them. Coming off the the, you know, being in the finals. Having to just come out and blankly saying, "Yeah, we're gonna suspend him for the year because of some things he, some rules he broke." Yeah, I don't think you frame it like that. I think you say you frame it. He's taking some time off, uh, for personal for personal reasons. So hold on, uh, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Uh, just, he he's taking some time off for personal reasons. Um, he'll be back next year, or just don't put a timestamp on it. He'll be back when he deals with those. But you know they're gonna do some digging and. Oh yeah, they do the digging. Hey, mm-hmm. I didn't release the yeah. statement. They did, but yeah, you see what I'm saying? So. Damn, yeah, I feel sorry for Nia, but you know, the game's the game. Yeah. So, um, uh, oh, I seen those regional wars popping off again this year, man. Um, the people, I guess Boosie was on Vlad TV, and they were asking him about Twenty One Savage's comments about Nas, and he agreed with him pretty much saying Jay-Z's not 
um, relevant either in that way. He was like, yeah, Jay-Z a boss and stuff like that. But if you ask a club, if you go to a 21 and under club or whatever, 21 over, whatever he said, uh, who would they rather hear, Boosie or Jay? They said Boosie. So, you know, New York niggas was in a tizzy. And, uh, they, you know, some person said, you know, they started having conversations and they was like, if New York is not relevant, then why didn't Wayne start popping until he started rapping like a New York nigga? And I, I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, you, you know how I get when you, you just New York, dog. Yeah. I feel like these conversations never going to end. I feel like they pop up every one or two years yeah. about New York versus South shit. Yeah. I mean, I under I understand it. Like, I don't want to hear Jay-Z in the club unless it's uh Big Pimpin'. Mm-hmm. Or like some some shit off like volume one or some shit when he was like really in his his pop bag. But outside of that, I don't want to hear Jay-Z in the club, bro. It it just is what it is. Certain music has certain uses now does that make like south like some of the southern artists better than jay-z no that's just where i rather hear that bro yeah it it depends on what the environment the environment is a big factor i don't know why people act like you can make good music and it just be ill-fitting for a certain environment yeah lupe is a legend yeah, but it's not too many yeah. places I want to hear Lupe. Exactly. I don't ever want to hear this shit out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, and I fuck with Lupe heavy. But like, yeah. I don't even want to hear that at like a little chill spot where you just grabbing some drinks and they might be playing. Uh, mm. it, it depends. Yeah, it, it, it depends, depends on what they playing. It depends on the song. <laughs> they playing the show goes on and shit. Oh right. no! Absolutely. <laughs> Show goes on. <laughs> I, don't, I only, I only want to play that song with Jill Scott. I don't want to. I only want to hear Kick Push. Dreaming. Oh, daydreaming. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing Kick Push at Money Gun while I'm trying to laugh and drink is uh, not really doing it for me. I'll rap some. What kick about Push? How many drinks do you win? You coast. I ain't trying to do that. I ain't trying to do that at the table. I'm trying to get real lyrical and have them play that one song off uh off of the cool. What's that shit? His first single off the cool. Uh, that means my hatless resides with my that shit. What what, what song is that? Okay, you talking about uh, dumb it down. Dumb it down. Yeah, <laughs> let's get real lyrical. You can never play that song anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I go crazy. I, I, I can I can fuck with some Lupe, some Paris Tokyo. I can I can fuck with that at a little, little I'm spot. I'm not listening to goddamn Paris Tokyo in the club. Up in Tokyo, <laughs> got a lounge we had. <laughs> we had a lyrical lounge and shit. A lyrical lounge. <laughs> nah, I am Paris Tokyo. Paris Tokyo might hit like a little coffee spot. Nah, nah. Paris. Paris Tokyo is what you hear like a ramen spot. <laughs> you had, you hit the hip hop ramen spot. They definitely play in some Paris Tokyo. Oh shit, man! Nah, man, I can't fuck with that. Nah, dude. what are you? You're not trying to hit no go go gadget flow? No, go 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 go. <laughs> hey, no, that that might be alright though. I go crazy to go go gadget flow, man. Shout out Lupe, I don't, man. I don't, I don't want to see what the crowd does to go-go gadget flow. Because if they start moving, they're going to be moving nasty. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. 
Hey, shout out Lupe, man. Chicago legend right there. Uh, I need Dr. Umar to do all movie reviews from now on, bro. I don't know if y'all saw that Dr. Umar when he reviewed the Black Panther 2, but I was crying laughing, bro. <laughs> what was he saying? <laughs> Some of the stuff I can't even repeat because he was being racist. But <laughs> he was saying they shouldn't have even named it Black Panther 2 because they kept showing the Mexican more than they showed the Black the Wakandians. And I was like, come on, man. Oh, boy. He was being hella racist, bro. But it's funny the way he like frames stuff. But I would just say, if you can, please watch Dr. Uwar's a review of Black Panther 2. One of the funniest no, shits I've seen. I'm definitely watching that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, what else is going on? Uh, did y'all see? Oh, well, did y'all see? Um, Ashanti said a producer asked to shower with her. Yeah, shame on that producer, man. I dare you ask to shower with Ashanti. Is, is that the issue? I think so. What do you? Well, what? okay, so <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't understand. I would assume so. <laughs> right, here's my thing is it is it wild to ask? So, like, if she just says no, all right. <laughs> is, it, is it wild to ask? Maybe he was feeling a vibe. No, no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he produced two songs for her okay. for an album. And I think she said, he said something about don't worry about paying, something like that. It's 40K. Then he, no, he came back and was like, we should take a shower together. And she was, I guess she said no. So it, it basically turned down to <laughs> it's 40K for each tracks, or we could just take a shower together. Oh, okay. See, that's that's where it gets bad. But also being a producer <laughs> and be like, yo, you want to shower with me? After we just worked is crazy. You know how bad you gotta be to for for the price of a shower to be 40k? <laughs> 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 he took deep into his yeah yeah we're gonna mark this up alright I wanna know who the producer was I, w- I wish I wish I could have sat there or been there when he proposed it cause you know in your mind you have to at least run through the conversation a few different times to bring yourself to be bold enough to say to ask somebody face to face yo do you wanna shower instead of paying me <laughs> How do you lead up to it? <laughs> hey, I'm feeling kind of I don't know. Oh, so nah, it's he, a little a little musty he, in the studio. With your nah. shower. <laughs> hey, hey, these tracks, these tracks sound real good. They got me moving around. Uh, you want you want to take a shower? <laughs> no, that's just nasty, bro. You're a nasty man, man. We shaming all nasty men, bro. Speaking of nasty man, we got uh Deshaun Watson making his debut today, man. Hey, hey, I mean, no. Yeah, no, no. Calm, yeah, calm down your ass. <laughs> it should be off the field. Yeah. Boston, but there's uh, so much excitement there. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, I do want to see him play, man. I ain't going to lie. Nigga was cold. Yeah, well, he gets to play today in Houston, so. Yeah, and uh, they're bringing 10 of his accusers to the game. Uh, <clears throat> the, the Busby or whatever the lawyer's name is, he's bringing, he got a box for 10 of the accusers. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. That's kind mm-hmm. of grandstandy, but I don't know. I, I feel weird, you know, taking anybody's side on here. So and that nigga's yeah, a nasty man, but that was kind of whack for them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Not if if, if you're going to have them in the game, you got to put them in the end zone. 
like front row or something like that. He ain't going to, like, them sitting in the box not going to do nothing for Deshaun. He going to still ball out. No, nah, they, he better not point to the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> they can score a touchdown on the first drive, a <laughs> point over to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, come on. What if that nigga go crazy for real, bro? <laughs> Listen, it's against the Texans. That nigga might drop a career high in yards. Yeah, bro. Ah, well, Crazy. hey, listen, I'm praying for it. Yeah, but I'm praying for everybody involved, man. That's real shit. Um, did I see an average cost of a date is now $98? How do you feel about that? I can see that. That's too low. Damn, that's too low. Damn, I see you. Okay, first off, I didn't like First off, I didn't like your damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Hey man, yeah, I see you. you, you nah, but back. if if you think about it, if you get if you go out, you get two drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's say they're about fifteen. That's thirty bucks. That's thirty. That's sixty right there. Sixty. Oh yeah, sixty. Where did sixty come from? Yeah. Two, two fifteen dollars drinks. Two drinks each. Oh, two drinks each. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's sixty dollars. Yeah. Hmm. You ain't even got food yet. No, yeah, that's real. Yeah, I, 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 that's why I think 98 is kind of a, a good average. Because depending on where you go to get food, it could get to that 90 range for the no. most part. Well, well, you ain't got to get, get drunk all the time. You can just get some food somewhere. We well, you're not drinks. getting drunk. You're not getting drunk off two drinks. No. So you get the two drinks to 60, and let's just say the food is 25, 30-ish. 30 don't seem crazy. That's 60, right? You yeah, have 120. Yeah, but 30 is like on the high end. You're talking about 30 for each of our for each of our meals? Like for each of our entrees? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, 30 to on me, the high end. Okay, so yeah, it's going to be like 25? It's going to be like 25? That's still I mean, we're not end. eating out $25 spots every day. Or every time we got yeah, on the that's why I feel like that's a little bit of the high. Okay, like, where, y'all, where are you eating then if you're not going to the $25 spots on the days? I mean, you can get like a good 15, 20 for your Wait. entree somewhere. Somewhere deeper. That comes with a drink. Nigga, what? That comes with a drink. Say you go to Archival. Archival, the burger is like what? Like 22? 16 at the most? No, you don't. You putting the bacon on there. All right. All right. Say you throw on a. That's like 16, right? Yeah, no, and with like, a drink that's no. gonna be like no, it's like eighteen. It's like twenty four. Yeah, the the Archibald burger is seventeen dollars. If you add bacon, okay. the bacon is seven dollars. All right, don't add no oh, bacon. See, I'm in, oh, man. <laughs> Take All right, bacon what so, what I'm so, saying uh, is your your shit don't always have to include alcoholic drinks. Like every time you go on a date, you don't have to get alcoholic drinks. Or you could get one. You could get one. You could get you one. But I'm saying, I mean, it's most likely gonna enjoy. It. You're gonna, you're gonna have some type of alcoholic drink on it on a date. Not saying y'all getting drunk, but if y'all mm-hmm. just sitting down with some food, you somebody might get some wine. You might get a little mixed drink. You're not trying to get faded. We just have something to sip on for the conversation. Oh, and and these oh, <laughs> I almost went too crazy. Uh, yeah, you gonna then. then <laughs> I know what he's gonna say too. You're gonna bring up appetizers, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know they're gonna get out. Yeah, no, that's that's different. I feel like that average kind of plays into 
what was it an average for like the whole USA? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it plays into it too, because I think where we're at, you know, drink prices are a lot crazy. You might go to another place, drinks are relatively eight to ten dollars consistently. <laughs> yeah, and it ain't like no real big spots. Like you you hitting up Sonics for the date and shit. So Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Ain't nobody in their thirties hitting up Sonic. And then you just throwing some Captain Morgan in one of the slushies. <laughs> you calling that a date. So it is yeah. what it is. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. Be you know, still take your woman out, man. Have a good time. Uh, I always judge women off uh the apps, man. Well, I know we were just talking about apps. Mm. Like if they get some pot stickers, I know it's not gonna work. Okay, well, if you going somewhere that got pot stickers, <laughs> that's only that might be on you <laughs> or edamame. Like that, I don't know. It's not gonna work. I, I'll, I'll fuck with the edamame. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. At I don't edamame. fuck with edamame, bro. <laughs> I just started messing with that. It's 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 not bad. Yeah, I'm cool on that. Uh, I saw um that New York is offering uh, 170 thousand uh, dollars salary to help win the war against rats. So I guess you exterminator, and I guess you just have to kill rats every day. Would y'all sign up for that job? No, I would only sign up if I could have a, a flamethrower. Okay, well, you're out of the job because not give you a damn flamethrower to kill rats. How else am I supposed to kill the rats? I mean, poison, that? poison, and you know, maybe they got some dark guns that I don't know about. I don't know what the extermination weapons are now. <laughs> they might have like what are those things where where you pull the top off that you be using in war? Grenade, grenade, you go, what? yeah, like a grenade, but it, but but it's like a grenade just with like poison gas and shit. Uh, you been here killing homeless people. <laughs> killing homeless people. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucked up. Shit, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. You, you got to pay me a lot, man, for me to go around killing rats for the rest of my life. Fuck no. Nah. I need. Right. Uh, I might need. I might need 500k. Nah, 470. I can do it for a year. Like I, I say I do, but I might not be good at it. I don't fuck. <laughs> you ain't killing none of them. Yo, yo damn, they keep multiplying. It's crazy. <laughs> you don't live up to your contract and shit. <laughs> yeah. They're not gonna pay yo. me per rat. And I feel like if it's 170k, you gotta see some shit. Like it gotta be like these niggas gotta have like crime syndicates or some shit going on. Bro, especially in New York. Hell no, man. Those are some super rats, dog. Yeah. <laughs> nah, couldn't do it. Yeah, but you provided for your family, man, off killing rats. So, I don't know. That shit seemed like the move. Uh, hey, we're running quick on time, so I'm just going to go through some quick shit, see if we find something. Uh, yeah, I saw a video of two dudes robbing the Apple store, and it was this person that was asking on like the caption it was like what happened to america uh because i guess during the robbery <laughs> during the robbery like nobody was helping like even the employees were like getting the the customers away from the robbers while they was just unplugging shit and taking it and so mm-hmm. the person was asking on the caption it was like what happened to america like why did nobody stopping these robbers instead they just watch as the people take it i'm like get shot over this shit for what <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What do you expect uh, a civilian to do? 
Nigga, I ain't Batman. <laughs> yeah. Take that shit. <laughs> I, when I was working in retail, they would have these, uh, these, and they were known. It was like this group of, of people. One would come in and cause like some sort of distraction. And the other would just start stealing shit. It was like, you're not even supposed to try to get in the way of that because if you do, say they try to rob, they're trying to steal and you grab a customer and you slam them on their head. Now they sue the company. Mm-hmm. You making them more of a liability than you are than stopping them from saving this two hundred dollar jacket. Yeah, that that uh the insurance payment gonna be way more than that little iPad they take in, which they can cut off as soon as they get out of the store. So I'm like, man, let them take that shit. Like it ain't causing me no thing. <laughs> so what happened in America? <laughs> Uh, it's like they used to beat niggas' asses. <laughs> we we used to all come together as shoppers and say, "Not on! You will not steal from this organization." Yeah, get the <laughs> um, Antonio Brown is in the stand. I don't know if he's still in the standoff or not because I haven't heard about him being arrested. But he was in the standoff with police uh, for throwing a shoe at his baby mama's ponytail. So, okay. Well, they said they weren't even trying to arrest him. They were just trying to serve him. No, well. It's Antonio Brown. Who has done more damage to their legacy? Antonio Brown or Kanye? Oh, it's easily Kanye. Okay. Just he—he yeah. he had more time put in before. Antonio Brown had a couple nice seasons, but well, hold on, <laughs> hold on now. That's not. I mean, in the in the grand scheme of things, he had a couple nice seasons. Antonio Brown is a Hall of Famer, first ballot. If he if he wasn't wild like this. Yeah, I, if, I feel like if he people if, didn't like, really at, care about his legacy. Like, I mean, all right, we knew he played football, but we didn't really know him as a person. So, I think it, it's easier to ruin that when we don't know shit about you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Marvin Sapp was on Vlad talking about doing lean as a teenager. I don't understand what's going on there. Uh, but niggas need that. Never would have made a chop not slot version. So. Um, never, never, <laughs> never would have made that's it. Salute to Marvin Salute to Marvin Seven. I didn't know he was on it like that. All right, yeah, man. Hey, you get to you get on Vlad and start spilling all the tea, man. <laughs> uh, Gorilla said you can't find love in the club. True or false? False. Um, you can't. Are you can find a shorty in the club? I think so. Okay. Uh, I think it's possible, but uh, I think it's too hard. Why you say that? Mm. I think when you meet somebody in the club, it takes a lot more effort to when you meet somebody when you kind of look faded to properly follow up with them. Like when you in a club, you kind of you got that lust. You covered in lust, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what's driving you. It's hard to meet somebody yeah. in a club like, wow, you sound like a really good person. So, so you said you need to smash that night to solidify things? I mean, if you do it that <laughs> night, that's probably which all you wanted anyway. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had the Serena Williams topic, but I feel like more discussion don't need to be did on that and we run a long time, so I'm gonna skip that. Amazon said they're not taking down that uh that Hebrews to Negroes stuff that Ky- I mean Kyrie was supposed to. Uh so are they gonna get the same backlash? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Niggas it's, it's Christmas season, man. Niggas need their packages. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna act like this never happened. And honestly, I don't know if they they should. 
Take it down? Yeah. It's a free marketplace. I mean, yes. I mean, people going to have wild ass views and theories. Like, just because we give a yeah a spot to sell it don't mean that we, you know, approve of what they talking about. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Angela E. Glass Day on the Breakfast Club. We're gonna skip that. Uh, Buddy got arrested for killing Takeoff, man. So, um, I guess he's a a, a DJ down here, DJ Pat. Um, allegedly, by the way. Um, what else happened? Damn. Uh, California's getting reparations. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, they recommended two hundred twenty-three thousand dollars per person to all descendants of slaves in California. So it is up. Yeah, shout out to Newsom, man. He been he been on the shit, man. If old Joe, uh, old ass Joe, get out the way. I, th- I feel like Newsom can do some shit. Uh, so, that, that's solid, man. Two hundred twenty three k. Yeah. Hopefully that. Hopefully it happens. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Did y'all see that story about that man who shot that other man that held the door, the elevator door for women? No. Yeah, it was this man that got shot and killed that because he held the door open for women on the elevator, and this other dude didn't like it, so he shot and killed him. It's the most bizarre story ever. Then I started looking into the dude that killed him, and like it's some telltale signs that he's he's crazy. Like he has a mm-hmm. book called Molested, um, where he like bucks back against sexual assault claim that was filed against him and shit. And the book description said, this book takes us on a journey of love and hate and the corruption that goes in our criminal justice system. So, yeah, buddy, buddy's off a little bit. <sighs> Mental health should be free. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You see that yeah. little kid that shot his mom over that, uh, the VR, uh, headset and shit. Y'all see that shit? Nah, that's. Wait, what? That's yeah. crazy. It's a 11 year old getting charged as an adult. He shot his mom over a VR headset. Black, black oh, yeah. little kid, too. Oh, I I did see that. I didn't know it was because of a VR headset. Damn. Yeah, she, she wouldn't order him a VR headset, so he shot and killed her and allegedly shot and killed her. And then um, I guess the police came and he told them it was an accident, so they allowed him to go back with his family. And I guess he was saying some weird shit. So his family was like, nah, come get this little nigga, man. He shot him for real. And yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, man, he a killer. He kill out my <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he talking spicy, man. Yeah. So yeah, no, nah, they, they got him, locked him up, and like, they trying to charge him as an adult now. So, but yeah, they said he That's was so crazy. Yeah, he showed signs early. Like when he was little, he picked his dog up by the tail and spun the dog around until he was like screaming like loud and shit. And so he was on some Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Uh, but yeah, I think we need to get into music unless y'all got something else to say before we start music or something else to talk about. Uh, no, I think that's it. All right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get into that Metro Boomin, man. Metro Boomin, uh, dropped, uh, what's this album called? Uh, Heroes Heroes and Villains. Heroes and Villains. First of all, I, I want to give him his props for this rollout, man. Amazing rollout. One of the best I've seen in a while. Uh, dropped all the features as like comic book, like graphics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just the movie that went along with it. 
I love when people put energy and time into rolling out an album. So shout out to that, man. But uh, what, what, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on the album? Man, oh, this was. I love Metro, man. I, I really, I, I feel, you know, privileged to be able to even listen to this type of music, man. He's he's an incredibly skilled producer. I really like this album. Yeah, it's I don't, I don't even really got the words. Uh, and we got you. Met- <laughs> this is this was this was some shit on like that Metro Spider. Thug was going crazy, man. Like the, a, a lot of this album really is like this album was so good to me, but it was still like man, it kind of had me feeling sad because the way Thug was going crazy. Uh, the Gunner song at the end, the takeoff verse. It was just like, man, what? Mm-hmm. It hurts. But this was a really, really good album. It's what I expected. He he didn't disappoint me at all. Um, if if it wasn't for that John Legend song, <laughs> this would be an ultimate no skips. Yeah. Ultimate no skips for me. But he he did his thing, and I, I appreciate Metro for this one. Okay. See, switch good. Yeah. No, I uh Metro Metro showed Khaled how you supposed to put the album together. Man. A producer album together. He, it, this wasn't let's take the biggest names and throw them together and try to make something happen. This legitimately was I, we're going to take these few individuals, we're going to piece together this body of work and we're going to have it flow somewhat seamlessly um so I, it was it was hard the only thing i was very indifferent was on was that creeping i didn't i didn't need uh was that the week the song when the weekend just jacked mario Wine's whole shit <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> i had yeah, i had I no i had no use for that I, I he didn't he wasn't singing it with no pain <laughs> he was just it was just sounding too sultry and it was i i didn't need that bro he didn't add anything he didn't add no lyrics he had no words he just sung mario Wana's whole verse and yeah. the first time i heard it i was like okay and then i ran it back again and i was like i, I was waiting for a spin and i was like this mm-hmm. just sounds like the same song <laughs> yeah i i didn't like like he couldn't he, he could have at least added some even some higher notes or some shit he didn't even try to make it his own i think yeah. that's what I was a little upset about, but it wasn't bad. It's just I don't know if I'm how often I'm going back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anything else? Is? Nah, I was I was impressed though. Um, yeah, fuck with it, heavy. Uh, yeah, I, I loved it, bro. One thing that I love is that he stayed on the concept of like the superhero thing. Like all the beats sounded like I, I was watching like a superhero movie or something like that. But like mm-hmm. one of my favorite rappers on that shit and. Uh, I fucked with it heavy, bro. Um, this to me was like a Travis Scott Utopia commercial, cause now mm. I, I I want that I I need that Utopia soon, bro. Cause that yeah, didn't yeah. this shit. Uh, anything else that I feel on this? I I said the creeping jacked uh marijuana is already. Uh, but one thing, one other thing I want to say on this that Travis and Thug might be the best combo ever, bro. Like if we look at their uh, track record. Mm-hmm. Bro, they have so many. What out west? Uh, what other song? Hot sky, skyfall, skyfall, Mama Cita. Uh, what else do they have together? Franchise, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, 
Hop off of Jet, French. Yeah, we said franchise. Diamond Dancing, Bubbly, Trans. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. The London. Bro, they might be the best combo of all time, bro. Marie, I'm drunk. For one of these pods, I was going to ask who's the better, who has the better connection with Doug, Travis, or uh, Rich Homie, or Gunna. And I think it's, I think it's Travis. Yeah, it might be Travis, bro. Over Gunna? I, I think so. They, it, him and Gunna got some shit too. They got Mop, bro. Mop is one of my favorite songs of all time, bro. <laughs> and it got hot. It's crazy. Yeah, dollars on my head. Dollars on my, oh yeah. Whoa my god, oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's, we might have to think we have to rethink this. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's tough. Hey, that might be a deep dive we might have to do one day when we slow or some shit. But yeah. uh yeah, any standouts for y'all? Um I know y'all kind of sprinkled them in into y'all reviews, but um any standouts. Uh, umbrella for me, of course. That's superhero. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Metro Spider, like you said. Uh, I think we're some, uh, and definitely that feel the field of fire because that that I fuck with the takeoff first. Okay, yeah, that takeoff verse is crazy. That nigga ASAP. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> if it wasn't for that beat, I'd be extremely upset <laughs> at that song, bro. Because I don't know what he was talking about. Yeah, but that beat and that takeoff verse was crazy. Yeah, I like too many nights. I like raindrops around me. With, uh, that Don Tolliver, Don Tolliver to me killed this shit too. I think he's perfect on these Metro beats. Uh, and mm-hmm. of course that all the money with uh with Gunna right there. So overall, man, what rating y'all give it? <clears throat> this is at least a nine. I'm not mad at that. Honestly, I really like this project. Man, we haven't had too many nines, but I, I would agree. This is yeah. this is no skip to me. Yeah. So, shout out to Metro, man. Um, he, he came with one, bro. One of the best producers now. So, can't deny that shit. Oh um, no, he's he's got to be in top three, for sure, for sure. Um, what else dropped this week? Uh, Babyface. We got, yep, we got Mob. Yeah, man. Uh. I actually fucked with this shit. Like this shit was pretty good too. It had some it had like a little segment in the middle. I think after rap politics, it had like a four song stretch where I was like, ah, no, nah, I can live without this. But it's some it's definitely some shit on here that I, I can fuck with. Yeah. yeah. And I th- I think for me, I mean this uh you can see that he's kind of trying to make those steps to become more of the mainstream, which I fuck with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, that song with Dirk, I fucked with yeah, rap politics. Um, that spend it is is a great little introduction single. Uh, the song with Doughboy Massacre. He he has some things. You can see, I see the progress. I see the stride. So it's just, you know, I messed with it. I wouldn't say eh, I like it better than the last project. I did. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, overall, I was I was satisfied. Yeah, yes, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, okay. Uh, I love when niggas make like songs about them um, not wanting to put the cup down and that girl like begging him and shit. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he probably needs to put that cup down though for sure. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty solid. 
Um, any other projects? Um, did y'all listen to that finesse two times? Hell no. <laughs> I don't like niggas that come for that truth, bro. <laughs> I, I, I'm nothing against him. Like it ain't it ain't no big, you know, beef with me and him at all. But I just don't like niggas that come from the money gun tree. I mean, money bag and yo Gotti tree. They all have no, the same I'm... sound sound that I don't want to hear. Hating off the nest two times. Um, <laughs> I didn't listen to it. No. Okay. Uh-uh. Uh, we did get a new. I we do. We get to Icewear Vezo Gangsta Girls very soon. Um. Oh. So we did get the another single off there that one time with Jeezy. It was good. It was good. I gotta check it out. Okay. Good okay. Jeezy verse. Hey, shout out to Jay Jenkins, man. He, he he was talking that Yola, that white. Yeah. Legendary Chris. That's what niggas need. Have y'all been watching the, um, the BMF docu-series? No. I oh, told sorry. myself I wasn't going to watch it because I want to actually enjoy the show. So I'll watch it after I'm done with the show. Oh, okay. Mm. Like when the whole thing is done? Yeah. I, I just don't want to ruin. Like if I watch a docu-series, then I'm going to know everything that happened. Because this the BMF story is one of the stories I really don't know much about. Like I know the names, but I don't know much about it. And so I feel like I would enjoy the show a lot more if I don't know what's going to happen in the show. Um, I'm trying to think if it'll give stuff. Well, this starts kind of more in Atlanta opposed to everything going from Detroit to Atlanta. But I will say every episode that I've seen, I wanted them because it's on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Every episode that has ended, I've wanted. I wish there was another episode for me to watch. Oh, shit. So it's decent. Oh, that- yeah. yeah, that's a that means it's good. They're not doing too much. It's 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 just the story in itself is 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 uh it'll lock you in. Yeah, that Shaq was name ain't terrible either. I've been watching that shit, the Shaq, Shaq docuseries on uh, uh HBO. It's 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 actually mm-hmm. I thought about it, but when you get Shaq talking about Shaq, yeah, I just know it's gonna be some lies in there. <laughs> Bro, everything that's that's one of the parts I don't like. I feel like Everything's like, yeah, so uh, the sergeant was looking up to me and he was like, nigga, you better take over. And so I took over. <laughs> and it's just like every story is like that. It's yeah. like, all right, bro. <laughs> yeah, so, it, but it, it's it's straight though. Um, and the way I know, I think we talked about how like Kobe's family didn't want to be, didn't want Kobe included that much. He did it tastefully. Like he, he really focused on just him for the most part so far. So, uh, yeah, um what I had some more things with music. I know Primo Rice dropped a project. Um that was pretty good. It's called Checking Chickens. Uh that was solid. And I don't know if we talked about that currency project, that driving theater too. That's one no. of my favorite currency projects in a minute. Man, I, I listened to that earlier in the week and I didn't even know that shit dropped, but that shit was good. Bro, I've been I, I, okay. I need to listen to that. I, I was I didn't I seen him posting about it, but I was like, I don't know when this came out. But okay, I need to check that. I'm that like, God great. damn, this shit is good as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was one of the best uh currency prices I heard in a minute. Yeah. And I was completely surprised because I did not hear anything about it. Yeah. Cause I mean, normally we know what we getting from currency. Like you know, it's gonna be good, mm-hmm. but you like, all right, just good riding music. That shit was like, I saved a lot of music off that shit. So shout out to currency, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I'm, I've just been getting on uh, CEO Trail, man. I don't know if y'all listen to CEO Trail, but that nigga kind of decent, bro. He got some. He got some tracks. Where's he from? 
Uh, I want to say Atlanta. I know he's signed to YSL, but um, I want to say the name sounds familiar. Don't don't quote me on it though. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. I don't know any singles coming out. I know Nas and Twenty One dropped a collab. Would y'all feel in that? How they dropped the collab after the, the comments? Yeah. I I didn't like that. I didn't listen to it either. Mm, the same. Uh, not a fan. Okay, okay. Uh, well, upcoming projects. We got Scissor dropping next week, next Friday. She dropping SOS her album. Um, she announced it on SNL last night. So looking forward okay. to that. And instead of dropping uh, Almighty Soul Two on the sixteenth, uh, uh, who am I talking about? Keith is gonna drop Finally Rich, the complete version, which comes with like seven new tracks on the 16th mm. so um to celebrate it going platinum this week so shout out to keith man yeah. uh yeah so anything else before we get into shout outs mm, uh, no uh it's random but valley's dropping the album on the 7th no, shout out to valley man you know you're still making music hey put my nigga corporate on that shit man we need a uh whoop your shit remix dog <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I love and corporate, I your <laughs> Put you in the kitchen and cook your shit, bro. That hey, that's really, I fuck with that song, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm gonna tell a chick that man. Gotta whoop your shit. <laughs> oh man, shout out to Miles Sanders too. I don't know if we can discuss that story in the pod, but shout out to Miles. What? Sanders. All right, I'm gonna just. <laughs> he he basically his one of his. I don't know if she was a side chick or ex chick. Drop screenshots of basically all he did was text her to yo, you yo, you trying to eat me to sleep? <laughs> she was like, yeah. He was like, can you eat me before the game? I I, didn't, I was under the pressure that niggas didn't say you trying to eat me up. Like I, I think this maybe that's a new thing, but him telling her to can you eat him to sleep was fucking nuts. But I'm gonna start yeah, using exactly. that shit. Of all the te- that was basically everything in all the text that she dropped. So I don't know what she was trying to prove. Yeah. I'm oh, like, dog. Salute, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, See, that shit go crazy. Up before the game, she's like, "Yeah, I got you." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You," but uh, yeah. Let's get into shoutouts, man. Uh, see what you got. Um, damn, who I got for a shoutout? Uh, shoutout, Shy Glizzy, I guess. He he dropped a uh, white girl just went platinum. Eight years later, he just dropped a video for it. So, <laughs> honestly, we should get more of this. Yeah, somebody else just did that a little while ago too. I forgot who it was. Um, but yeah, shout out Shock Lizzie, man. I need a new tape from Shock Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Um, any other ones? No, nah, that's it. Uh, don't know what you got. Uh, I'm gonna shout out Kiki Palmer, man. Hosted hey. SNL last night. She one, she killed it. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a couple of her skits. I feel like she's made for that show. I know she wouldn't do it permanently, but she's really good at sketch comedy. And, you know, usually hosts, you know, they might fumble their lines a couple, but she killed every single one I saw. And uh, she announced her pregnancy, man. So congratulations. Shout out to Kiki, man. It's me. It's Mia. Mia. What's that nigga name? That's that nigga uh, married to Tia Mori. Tamara Mori. Oh, that's that nigga. Corey Hardy. It's me, Corey Hardy. Uh, Kiki. He can't be in a conversation. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he can't be there. I don't South- know him from none, none else other than Tia. South Village Legends, man. But yeah, shout out to Kiki, man. Uh, 
everybody was wondering who the baby father was. It was I guess it's Serena's Jackson's little brother. Uh, I don't know his name, but um, but what? buddy, buddy from Insecure, that light skinned nigga that looked like the nigga off Space Jam. Just his brother. It's a brother. Yeah, it's his little brother. <laughs> Why his brother no Kiki Paul? That's fine. <laughs> I don't know, but shout out, man. I feel like I watched Kiki grow up, man. So I'm happy for him. Yeah. Uh, any other ones, done? No, that was it. All right. Uh, I got a couple. Shout out to Angela E. Last day at the Breakfast Club. Legendary radio show, man. I don't know if anybody else can replicate what the Breakfast Club has given the culture. Uh, so shout out and uh, good luck on your next venture. I think she's still there, but she has a new radio show. So salute. Get some help, Blueface. Um, at first I was scared for the the girl. Now I'm scared for Blueface. Did y'all see him with the two black eyes? I did. I don't know if she's and after watching her and like some of the clips on her and uh him on that Kai Sanat stream, like she might be mm. an issue as well. Like she's yeah. very violent and physical, bro. So y'all need to end that shit, whatever it whatever's going on. Uh yeah. Yeah, and that's I think that's it. Um I had I wanted to talk about people were arguing about uh Michael Jordan being the biggest athlete ever. And then, you know, of course soccer niggas was like, uh, basketball doesn't run the world and it's a world outside of America. So like people like Messi and Ronaldo are bigger. But I was like, uh, I don't know. I mean they might have a point. It's just in the United States we don't really care about that shit. I feel like, like well, even, I feel like MJ is still in other like yeah. MJ is in big in China. Yeah, that's why. That's what because I I thought exactly what you thought, Dona. Is when they when I first heard, it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like a lot of people outside of the world know Messi and Ronaldo and shit like that, but a lot of people outside yeah. of the world know Michael Jordan too. That's true. So I don't know. They were they were rock stars. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, anything else to say before we get up out of here, man? No man, I think we I think we did that today. Yeah, stay safe, man. Make sure you guys' mental is good. Um, getting close to the holidays and it's getting colder, so just try to stay safe and uh, keep your energy up. For sure, man. For sure. And yeah, happy birthday to Toki. Uh, yesterday was her birthday, and happy birthday to my pops today. So, uh, I hope everybody has a great day, man. And you know. Y'all, y'all enjoy it, man. So we'll holler at y'all next week, man. Long little boss, man. We out of here. Yes, sir.